0: to the Child of God podcast, where you not only find yourself in Christ, but you also find out how great the journey is with faith and love, and not only by yourself, but with other children of God as your family. And today, we have the amazing Catherine Gomez, a fellow Bahamian, an entrepreneur, a influencer, just like just all the way around, amazing Christian who impacts the world with her faith, and we're so excited to have her on the podcast. So at the beginning, we're going to start off with her telling us a little bit about herself and, you know, her journey and what got her to the faith and, you know, her experiences and, you know, just making us
1: knowledgeable who she is. Thank you for that amazing introduction. I don't even know where to start, but my name is Catherine Gomez. I am 22 years old. And I just like to say that I'm an imperfect girl trying to chase after God's own heart. And so I'm just trying to navigate this world of sin and just try to make sure I get a ticket to go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Yes. So that's just a little bit of of me in a nutshell.
0: Okay, awesome. So... uh... The first question is really, how do you incorporate faith in your daily life? And that can be like in social media, in work, you know, just like walking down the street. How do you do it?
1: That is such a great question. So for me, I would notice that sometimes I would go throughout the day and I didn't really get to spend time with God. So I was like, you know what? I have to try to come up with a routine. So I'm spending time with him. Throughout the day, whether it be I'm working, I'm spending time with him, or I'm on social media and I'm spending time with him. So, what I decided to do, I was like, okay, you know what? I can't just pray in the morning and in the night. I need to talk to God throughout the day. So, sometimes I would just set a reminder in my phone or an alarm, and I'd just be like, okay, say a prayer. Or I'll be driving and I'm just like, Lord. Please don't let me drop in this photo <laughs> today. Oh, Lord, thank you so much. I had a productive meeting. I would just try to talk to God like he was right beside me. So that's something I try to do every single day. I also, um, since one of my jobs is being a social media marketer, what I try to do is to ensure that instead of just posting all these things, try to post God-filled messages to those around me. So definitely, I started to um, do a Christian page with a few of my Christian friends. And we decided, you know, we'd do videos or graphics trying to help our peers to grow closer to God. So that's something I do. So I'm not just on social media in vain, but when I'm on social media now, I am evangelizing people, helping them to grow closer. So I love to do that. I also, I'm Catholic. That's my denomination. And some we have um, weekday mass. So mass every single day or church every single day. And so something I try to do is, and I committed to this last year. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to go to church on Wednesdays and thank you, Lord. He kept me committed for a whole year. And that's something I plan to do throughout my life is to go to mass on Wednesdays because sometimes you just need something to pick you up in the middle of the week dealing with stresses, you know, drama, whatever it is. So whenever I go to mass, I'm just able to refocus and rejuvenate and just get my mind back on God instead of the hustle and bustle of the world. So that's a few things I do to try to make sure that I'm always centered in Christ.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I need to I w- I should have been taking notes, honestly, oh my gosh. because <laughs> i i struggle heavily in this area but i one of the key things that i loved about what you said and mentioned was the fact that you put god not as like you know this father that you're distant from you know like it's a relationship he's your friend he's your provider he's your protector all of these things you can see his characteristics within how you incorporate him in your daily life and i think a lot of a lot of us we think that you know we have to come to god clean perfect purified that is not the case at all and so especially now going through exodus we realize like moses was not perfect and i thought he was i don't know i don't know why i thought he was but in the bible stories as a kid you heard moses was this you heard moses was that but Like the adult version, Moses was, was not listening to God all the way, but God saw, saw like that, the fact that he was obedient Mm -hmm. and even despite his imperfections, that's okay because he built a relationship with God. He talked with God. And I think that's so important and seeing how you do it. Like I said, I need to take notes because I mean Sunday, I get Sunday at best Sunday and then I have a small group on Thursdays, every other Thursday, and then we have like a worship night on Wednesday, and the worship night saw me twice. Oh, (laughs) The worship night saw me twice, and then like even thinking about like how you were talking about like not just praying, but having a conversation, but honestly, my question to you is when you kind of delved into that is what does prayer look like for you? Because I know some people, you know, they just like how you were talking to God throughout the day. Is that how it normally looks? Does it switch up?
1: Okay. So for me, I saw this um, message or uh, the other day, this post. And it was like, every prayer to God doesn't have to be eloquent. Like you're trying to give off this Shakespearean type prayer. <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. And so for me, my prayer life consists of sometimes I'm talking to God like my best friend. Or like I would to my mom, like dear lord this day this is stressful i'm just mm-hmm. talking to him like he's right in the room with me and just like i would talk to like i said my mom or my best friend and i think that just makes it of course i i still try to ensure i'm honorable and respectful because you can't talk to god like you know and he and, and wait. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um of course i just try to talk to him just to be conversational and and i think when you do that when you Talk to God like your best friend. It really helps you to talk to Him more and to just open your heart more. Because if you're talking to God, if you feel like every time the prayer has to be eloquent, I'm sure you might just pray once a day. Yes. But when you talk to Him, oh, Lord, I have this assignment right now. Please give me, like when you're talking to Him throughout the day, you just get to spend more time with Him. And through that, He's going to, you know, draw what does the word say it says when you draw close to god he will grow close to you and that's the Amen. same thing when you pray and just talk to him throughout the day he's gonna definitely show up for you and so that's how my prayer life has become and of course it it isn't perfect but definitely I try to always always talking to him just like I would talk to my boo all the time always telling me <laughs> lord the same <laughs> Which makes sense
0: because, like, not, like after you were talking about it, and I realized how it connects because at the beginning she was like, you know, she's a woman after God's heart, and I was like, where did I hear this from? I know I heard this from somewhere, and it was from David. And let me just be honest: David' prayers were eloquent. Um, if he thought it wasn't eloquent, they are eloquent. Um, I've tried; it didn't work for me. But like you said, the talking of God definitely works for me, and I think. David spent so much time with God. David literally prayed so much. I mean, if you go through Psalms, he'll tell you enough. But I want my relationship with God to be just like that, like how my dad is, and um, how my boo is. <laughs> but <laughs> but I completely get that. But speaking of booze, because mm-hmm. I, I I have seen water. the TikToks. <laughs> um. <laughs> But M, I have seen the TikToks, might I add, and mm-hmm. I have seen a boo. I have seen a described as man of God. Yes. Um, can I can I get a you know uh, blueprint on how <laughs> to find this man of God? You know, for the single ladies out there, single kids of God you know cuz sometimes we be seeing the the, the the men of god and then find out you know it ain't all what it looked like
1: mhm girls to all my single ladies let me tell y'all a trick i'm going to give you a secret on this great day so the secret to getting a man of god and the man of your dreams is to talk to the lord pray for what you want in a partner. And that's something I decided to do because I was single for about two and a half years. And those were two and a half, I would say the first year was horrible. I was single and sad and I just felt like, you know, I would be single forever and no, my Prince Charming wasn't in sight. And so I decided that one day, you know what I need to do I need to pray. I need to ask God and have faith that I will receive what my heart desires. And so I made up a prayer and I listed all of the qualities that I want in my partner. So, of course, faithful, loyal. And I was even specific with how I want him to look. I was like, I want him to sing, please, Lord, please (laughs) allow him to be fit, like even down to the small things. And I prayed this prayer consistently for about a year. And so there were some guys coming up and I would think, oh, this is the man God has sent for me. And, you know, they wouldn't work out. So I'm like, what's going on, God? I thought that was him. Like, what's happening? And God was like, hey, not yet. I still working on him. Don't worry. Not yet. Not yet. And so after time, time went on and Honestly, God sent me the man of my dreams. Honestly, down to the things like singing, how I wanted him to be fit, simple fit, everything. God fulfilled, I must say, 99% of what I wanted. And so definitely singles, pray, 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 pray in the single season of your life. Pray for your future partner. That is so, so, so important. And I feel like when you pray God, definitely will guide you he will allow you to um just work on yourself too because single a single season adam was in the garden and he was working on himself he was doing what he had to do and then eve came so eve and adam weren't in the garden just together but adam had that single season and that's the same for us so in your single season pray for your partner and also try to become your best self so that's my little some of my friends call it the sierra prayer But that's my God prayer. (laughs) That's my prayer from a future husband.
0: (laughs) I don't even get me started on a Sierra prayer (laughs) because everybody was tripping over that one prayer. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) Y'all eat Sierra. (laughs) Real. But (laughs) I completely agree because I actually did the same thing. And weird like yeah weirdly I have the book and let me just tell you one thing I will say don't make the list too long I I am very I don't want to say picky but I mean your girl over here asking for fitness so I shouldn't I should be picky (laughs) at this point (laughs) but I'm just like I was, I was like, I was saying all type of outlandish stuff. I was saying, you know, he had to be, he had to have this. I was like, your focus is it's not right, it's not right, it's not where it's supposed to be. And so I love that Catherine mentioned like the qualities. Like I, the reason why I asked her this too is because I am currently with Abu, the podcast. I don't know this is the first time, and. <laughs> Um, I was very scared. Like, I did not know if this was my man of God. And to be honest, when you when you become all for God, like you don't got time to waste with these, you know, stragglers. And so, I was just like, "How do I know?" And so I intentionally asked that question because I was just like, "Hmm, let me see if I can get some confirmation." And literally on my list, there's like kindness, consistency, um. Like ambitious, but not too ambitious. cleanly Now, the cleanliness thing, God had me spot on because He knew that irked me, and He is spotless,
1: spotless. Wow. People.
0: Yes, oh, I should have
1: prayed for that. I should have <laughs> prayed for that honestly because <laughs> let me stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, and He was. That was one thing that I wanted to was just like an intellectual someone who can like have those conversations with me because I love to debate and it's probably not a good thing, but um, he does that for me and he talks to me and he's very patient. That was also one thing I prayed for because it's very patient. I came from a relationship that wasn't as loving, you know, that wasn't as positive. And I tell you seven months later, and you know what the weirdest thing is? You have to let go. Because if I did not let go, I would be in the same place that I was then and so that's why I always say don't be like Pharaoh holding on Mm -hmm. just let it go because you just see plague after plague after how much signs and the thing is I realize that now because like uh like the the trend of red flag green flag going on how many red flags did God had to send to Pharaoh for him to let his people go a bunch don't be fair don't mess up agreed i'll just say it's a lot of hurt and pain that came with those plagues i know from experience so but you know we see catherine out there with her TikToks, cute up <laughs> love that for you
1: thank you so, thank you
0: no of course but one of the main questions i've been asking too lately is just when has God like revealed revealed himself to you? Like whether that be like a miracle, him whispering in your ears. That if he has whispered in your ears, please tell me how it sounds. Um, so I can recognize it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, like any way that you've like just felt him, his presence.
1: Mm, that's an excellent question. I honestly feel like God reveals himself to me every day honestly through so many interactions I haven't he- actually you know heard a voice like some people would <laughs> say but like I just am able to see his glory through so many things in my life and so I really appreciate that and love that and just something as simple as looking at nature sometimes I'm just in awe of his glory. And that's something we take for granted because we step out of our houses and not realizing that, you know, I could breathe, I can walk, I can smell, I can see, you know, we take so many things for granted. But something I really try to do is just for the simple things. Thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. Thank you, God, for giving me breath, for breathing life into my body. Simple things like that. And also, if I had to give an experience, I would say one experience in my life where I really was able to see God's love and his glory is when um, there's so many, but let me try to pick one. You can pick as many as you want. (laughs) I got to go through the whole, I mean, all the files. But okay, so one, for example, was I was planning to go off to school. This was last year. So I was planning to go to do to further my studies. And so somehow, my mom and I had overlooked that we had to make one of the payments to reserve um, the, I think it was 50% of the tuition and then also for a dorm. And so somehow we overlooked the date, the deadline for the payment and the payment was maybe about $9,000. And so we were like, oh my goodness, You know, we gotta hurry up, make this payment. And at that time, I I didn't have all the money cause I was trying, I agreed that I would do that payment. And I didn't have, I had like maybe half of that. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I promised that I would do the payment. Like, how is this gonna work out? How is this gonna work out? And so, I just was like praying. I was like, Lord, please help me. You know, I really want to go off to school. Like, please let this money come somehow. Like, please, Lord. And so could you believe two days later, one of my relatives just, I don't know, they somehow were, they just came to me and was like, um, we are so proud. I'm so proud to see all the work you've been doing. I see you just um, doing great things. And so I just want to give you a few dollars. So I think it needs to be like $50. Could you believe they gave me the exact amount I needed? Glory be so go to on. fulfill that payment. Oh my goodness. And so I was like, God, this could only be you because the exact amount I needed was fulfilled. And I was just like, Lord, you just be coming through for me every single day. Like what? (laughs) Like how God? And so that's one example. And there's so, so many others. And so I think it's so important for us to always thank God for the small blessings, the big blessings, the medium blessings, whatever size it is, we have to be appreciative because he just always is coming through for us.
0: That is so true. That is so true. I, oh my goodness, like I hear like so many, I don't know what's the words. I hear so many stories like that and I'm just like, wow, like I feel like, God is not going to whisper in my ear until I really need it. And so, um, whenever I really need it, whenever I'm down bad, hopefully, well, not hopefully he will provide, especially after hearing multiple, because like we had a service like two, su- two Sundays ago. And he was just like, you have to be in a position to expect a miracle. And I also feel like you have to trust him. And it, it's very clear. It's clear as day you trust him with your life, which you should, because you know, that's the only person or not person. That's the only thing that we can put our trust in is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so speaking of college, speaking of studies, mm-hmm. um, I, I went to UB for, uh, Oh, for the podcasters, university of the bomb I went to UB for like one semester and I don't know. I just felt like it wasn't for me at the time. And my dad also felt like it wasn't for me because I did get distracted. Let me just be honest. I was highly distracted. And so I think God intentionally moved me out of there because I had no, I my spine, my attention span is this big. But how do you feel as if like Bahamians or college students in general? How do you feel that they're receptive to Christianity and Jesus Christ as a whole?
1: Okay. Uh, are they receptive to it in college?
0: Yeah. Do you think that they're focusing on it? Do you think that they're, you know, vying after his love?
1: For, uh, that's a hard one because I would say in college, it can be so easy, like you said, to get distracted. Mm-hmm. And college is also a time for us trying to find out who we are. So, we just finished high school and we didn't know who we were then. And so, college is like, okay, we got the freedom. And I also trying to figure out who I am again. And so, it can be so easy to go to the wayside and just fall into the path of destruction. And so, that's why I think it's so important to be surrounded by Christian people. And so, luckily, during my college time, I was surrounded by friends who were definitely trying to chase after God's own heart and so that definitely kept me grounded because even when I did get distracted or I might have gotten into some bad things or a bad relationship some of my friends were there to tell me hey you're getting off track something needs to be done because this ain't <laughs> it what you're doing <laughs> ain't it honey boo boo and so, and so that is so important And what I loved about UB too, is UB has so many different Christian programs you can join. Mm -hmm. And so I would try to go to some of the Christian programs. And that again, helped me um, get grounded in Christ. And so I would tell any college student, definitely try to join a Christian program and surround yourself with Christian people, network with them so they can help you stay on track. And because I think a lot of college students too, you know, they could look at a Christian program and be like, but I ain't into that. I won't be a part of that. Or their Christian friends, Christian people. They look at them or like, oh, they're boring. They ain't into nothing. I won't do this. I won't do that. And they boring. And so I would say though, at the end of the day, you have to draw close to Christ because the drugs that you might get into in college, Having sex in college, cursing, skipping classes, none of those things will make you happy. Only Christ can make you happy. So, at the end of the day, you have to fill your heart with Christ in order to have joy and happiness. And so, definitely network with Christian people. And us Christian people are the funnest people on the planet, honey. (laughs) 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 Boring or this, that, the next. So, definitely around yourself with good people and good vibes. That's the most important thing to do in college.
0: Honestly, I, it's like, she just keep dropping the gems because <laughs> I wish I had that, like, honestly, I wish I had this knowledge in college, especially as like, if I'm, I'm an introvert. Like I, I don't like people and it's hard to be an introvert and a Christian all at once. <laughs> yeah. You have to like be in a community with people. And I mean, not, I don't, it's not that I don't love them. It's just- I can't I just can't like church is a lot and so when I have to like when I when I not have to but when I go to small group it takes me a while to get out of my shell and then finally I'm just like okay I'm ready let's let's talk it out now but I will say what is like um this might be for the introverts specifically but what is a few tips to finding Christian friends because let me just tell you I have none like I have what? brothers and no, for real. I have brothers and sisters in Christ, like, you know, that I can talk to. But if it's like if I'm saying like someone who I relate with, someone who I could talk to all the time, someone who I could just like pick up and call and be like, hey, listen, this is what happened to me today. That's literally only the boo. Like I don't have any girlfriends to do that with. And so oh. I'm just like trying, especially since being like a Bahamian within like the US it's hard to find those who relate. Even in the Bahamas, when I went, when I was in high school, I hated high school. When I was in college, I didn't have the right friends. And so it's just, it's very hard. So please speak to the me's out there in the
1: world. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now see, with COVID, I must say that kind of damage all of social interaction because you don't have as much events and stuff to network with people or, you know, sometimes you might not go to an event with the intention of networking, but you're able to still um, socialize in either assignments or games, whatever. But I would say in this COVID climate and with everything going on, I would say definitely try to Be a part of, I see a lot of Christian groups on whether it be Facebook, Instagram, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of Christian YouTubers also have forums where you can chat, where you can ask for advice, and things like that. So I would say try to join those things because it definitely helps you develop a sisterhood with so many different people who might be going through the same problems you're facing. So things like that um definitely can help again joining i know as introverts you mightn't like to go to certain events but i would say you got to step outside of that and try to go to like you said the small groups or um events like that's the biggest hurdle you, <laughs> you got to be bold you have to step out of it you know and so events like that are so 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 oh important and also something cuz i can get shy too people think i'm a very very sociable person but i get shy at moments i must say <laughs> and so and i also get like anxiety at times too but something that is really beneficial is joining church ministries because through church ministries i'm a part of my choir youth group and stuff like that that allows you to network with so many different like-minded individuals and so being a getting involved in church ministry definitely is one of the keys to really developing great friendships so i definitely would say get get the strength and join ministries the
0: crazy part about it is uh with church ministries um i am on the fo- i'm on the photography team and Like, it's so weird, like at our church, they have, when you like first sign up, they have like this bubble, they have these, like these three bubbles, no, it's two bubbles and they collide. And so one is like the introverted volunteers. And then the other is the extroverted volunteers. And the, there's a, like there's service, like for the people who just like are in the middle. And so with the photography, one, I was like, oh yeah, we love not having to talk to people and just taking pictures. Let's go for it so <laughs> I mean i have i have i have I have networked networked with so many great people, but just for the introverts out there, there is a spot for you. Um, <laughs> but speaking on networking, I would you consider yourself an influencer first before I attach that?
1: I would say I am striving towards that. <laughs> Why, I say, yeah. so why do you say
0: striving?
1: Because I feel like I haven't gained enough, what is it, status yet, mm-hmm. but that's something I'm dedicated to developing. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there to that influencer status.
0: <laughs> well, let me just tell you, I feel like I've been influenced by you and I feel oh. like, that you're an influencer when you're influencing people and you're making an impact um I think there's like this thing going on called a micro influencer mm-hmm. so if you want to do if you want to say that yeah sure. but I can say that <laughs> the podcast Catherine is an influencer she is on tv <laughs> he no honestly and I think when you know it's always amazing when someone can see God when they see you
1: mm.
0: and so when I see you I see him Wow, in my opinion. And so like, that's why you always you kind of always stood out to me. And I was like, "Ah, I need to have her on the podcast. Please don't reject me. And so (laughs) she did it. She's here, as y'all can see. But honestly, what 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 is the the status that you're talking about? Can you can you explain a little bit more about that?
1: So when I say status, first of all, you, you trying to make me cry when you say what? when you said that when you say you could see God in me because I really try to ensure that when people see me, they see him and they see Jesus. So that really means a lot to me. Man, you can make me cry because no, you know that's what I always try to do. So thank you, thank you for that. And when I say status, um I would say I'm trying to get to a certain goal for sure. And of course, living in the Bahamas, you know, we don't really value the creative industry. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm battling being a Bahamian creative, which kind of is so difficult to grow in the Bahamas. And then also when you're pushing Christian content, again, you already got to select view, yeah. So like trying to do both. There's odds against me, but I'm definitely um, trying. And I know that one day I, w- I will reach the goal of 50K people huh. watching and <laughs> I will be you know, happy. <laughs> but even if I can just influence one person, that's what you just really brought to my attention. Even if I just influence one, people, one person, that means a lot for sure.
0: Because I mean, I honestly I knew everything that you meant when you said that but I just wanted the podcast to realize that you know there are a lot of pressures when you're creative first of all there are a lot of pressures when you're a behemoth creative because sometimes you know you feel like no one's looking no one's listening no one's you know hearing but then (laughs) but then like the enemy creeps in like with this you know you can't or you won't or you're not making an impact on someone unless you have this status quo and so I just like that's why I felt like you know I was moved to God was moving me to like let you know like I saw you if you know you feel like no one saw you I saw you and you know for honestly like I go on TikTok every day and I immediately I just post and leave I post and leave I was like (laughs) if I can affect one person just let it just let that be that Because if I focus on the numbers, I, my mind will go crazy. And then when I'm focusing on the numbers, instead of the impact, it Mm. becomes, where is my mind at? Where's my heart at? What am I striving for? Because, you know, unfortunately, um, I've said this before, but like our purpose can just be those six people. Mm. Yes. And so like to those on the podcast and whoever's listening like if you are getting that sick those six people then and you're sad that that's not your purpose i i'm not going to say i'm sorry but i'm saying that you should just love it just 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 be proud in that and be proud that god's using you to reach those who have who don't know him because everything all of this is for the glory of God and sometimes I have to I forget I will be honest and I say I, I'll forget because right. I don't know if you I don't know if you've experienced this but then you would go on like TikTok or something right and you would see someone even Christian creators you would see someone who's doing the same thing as you or someone who just started doing the same thing as you and they just happen to have a like very influential fans and way more followers than you mm-hmm. let me just tell you my heart breaks I go and I go in my bed and I huddle and I just feel like yeah yeah maybe this isn't for me maybe that I'm I'm just doing maybe this is selfish or something and then you know the boo quote unquote (laughs) he was like he was like how can you like compare yourself or how can you say that just because they're doing it it's not for you you know maybe your time is a little bit longer maybe you have to wait a little bit more maybe you're just going through that preparation so that when your word is heard it's like heard and like receptive by the right people yes so that's just something like when you talk when you touched on it I was just like yeah I gotta talk about this but it even brings me closer to ask you like what do you feel as if is the driver back home in the Bahamas to like that gets you to that influencer level I would say comedy but, you know, I don't really watch comedic things back home as much. So, I mean, it definitely appeals to another audience, but what do you even, what do you even think about like Bahamian influencers today?
1: Okay. So first the driving force is definitely comedy. Cause you know, in the Bahamas, we're known <laughs> for getting off on everything. <laughs> so first of all, if you ain't funny and if you ain't getting off Sleep at the door. then, honestly, So that's the difficulty. So knowing that has made me try to ensure that I have some funny Christian content. Because at the end of the day, everybody is looking for a laugh. And so that's something I've tried to incorporate to always ensure that a person can learn something, uh, learn something about Christ, and at the same time, have a laugh at the same time. So that's something I just try to incorporate to ensure I'm getting a audience a larger audience and I would say honestly I love the the Bahamian influencers I've seen like honestly have some content out of this world and it honestly breaks my heart to see them not getting brand deals or getting a larger audience because like you said people doing the same thing as them may have a million followers and it's like, they are doing that and maybe even better. Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe only
1: have, let's say, 2,000 followers. And it's like, wow. But I must say, Bahamian influencers, if you guys are listening, definitely keep up what you're doing. And even if you're just impacting five people, that is good enough. And that's something I think all of us need to realize. It can, you can get so caught up in the numbers and sometimes... I get so caught up and I forget the reason I'm doing it as well. But we always have to remember honestly it isn't about the quantity. It's about the quality that you are putting out there and if God has put a purpose in your heart to create to create content, you continue to do it. Period. You period. continue to go do it and <laughs> I know God will bless us. With maybe more followers, it might be a brand deal, it might be this, that, the next, but God will bless us and our reward will be definitely sweeter in heaven because we chose to evangelize people and help people in their Christian journey. Ooh, that
0: was eloquent. That was the <laughs> eloquent version. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all.
1: Oh God. <laughs> I can't. Know- <laughs> <Sorry.
0: laughs> um, but just hearing all of that. Um, last question: What do you think? You know, is your future? And you can bring like personal. You can bring influence. Like you can just bring. But what are you striving for um, with the future? People always ask me. I always say stay at home mom. But you know <laughs> that differs for everybody. <laughs> but what is, what do you see?
1: Honestly, for my future, I see wedding bells coming soon. Ooh. I agree. Girl, <laughs> I honestly have always wanted to be a wife and mother. And so that's something that is like on my heart. And I definitely see that in the near future. And I heard you know, that near. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, though, because I was getting so career minded mm-hmm. at one point, and I was just like, child um I don't care about no husband right now Korea, I trying to make this influencer money I trying to have this big house live in an apartment and stuff like that and God honestly humbled me and I just felt a calling that you know hey at the end of the day the career ain't really that important you know mm-hmm. so I was like wow God okay I understand <laughs> and then I really got the calling that okay being a wife is such a good thing, and marriage—the covenant of marriage—is so beautiful, and it's something that can be so. If you marry the right partner, now <laughs> can that can help oh, you. Can, marriage, girl, you marry the right
0: partner because then, if you start off, if you start off without God in this like in the center, that partner could be the rightest right for you. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly but the covenant of marriage once you are equally yoked marriage can definitely be the stepping stone to help you be the best version of yourself and so i was like you know what marriage is for me lord and i That's want true. that soon and being a mother is another thing that is such a blessing don't get me sorry kathy girl the baby fever is so real.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so real Girl, to be a mother is such a beautiful gift to be able to grow your children up in a Christian home and to be there to nurture them. Like being a wife and a mother, I feel like, honestly, that's most irreplaceable. One of the, that is, I feel like one of the most important roles to help you to learn what love is truly about what unconditional love is and what sacrificial love is a career really can't teach you how to be loving unconditional and sacrificial and so at the end of the day I think that's for my future and I'm excited for it soon and also I see myself definitely um growing um in my Christian journey so I definitely want to um be a minister, not a minister, but be like a youth leader in my church, help um, young people to grow closer to Christ. I also want to um, be able to do marriage counseling with future couples, young couples. I also want to just do so many great things that can help people grow closer to Christ. And so that's what I'm definitely looking forward to. Of course, career is important, but I definitely, I don't want my career to become the center of my life or to take over my life. I want my husband and children to be my main priority. And of course, God is the first priority. And then everything else comes in place, but that's me. We, we love that. And the thing is, (laughs) when you said that, I was just like,
0: totally because I was just like, well, one, for, um, I'm 22, I just turned 22 in January Same. and I don't care, I I am doing all of this career nonsense until <laughs> I get the ring. Now when the ring caught my finger, I'll still do it a little bit from here to here, but you know, I feel like today in today's world, society is telling us, you know, we are strong black independent women who can do any and every i am not strong let me just tell y'all i am weak and that's why god is here to make me strong that's why he's my rock one amen two that's why god also gave us a god-faring husband to make things Mm -hmm. so much easier because i feel like and you know other people can disagree but careers come and go Mm -hmm. There will be a job next year, there will be a job five years from now, there will be someone trying to climb the corporate ladder every year. I'll be always in competition. Uh, It's, it's it's so much stress. But then when I think like, I don't know why, but whenever I think about being a mom, and, you know, being pregnant and having kids, you know, just, it's not even just, it's leaving my legacy of kindness, you know, of God, of the gospel, a lot, like rate, like she said, raising up your kids in the Lord, and, and them sharing God's word after me—that's long-lasting. Yeah, my bachelor's degree will be shredded at some point. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, and so you can—I mean, career, like she said, is important. Um, if my husband is down bad, of course, I'm gonna get right back on the working breaks. But until that day comes, I will be at home barefoot. And teaching my kids their ABCs. Yes. Um, and and the Bible. And I think I, and I find it so weird that society is just preaching to us that being a mother isn't the greatest job. Thank you. Because you. you know how much mothers go through daily. I mean, just just I mean, just saying being a stay-at-home mom is more because you can't clock out. Exactly. It's a it's not even, I was gonna say it's an 18-year journey, Mm -hmm. but it's an 18-year plus journey. People be talking about how they once you turn 18, your kids leave. I still rely on my father to this day. Um I am still a child in his eyes. He's called me uh he called what does he call me? He was like chadults, (laughs) chadult. Um, I don't even that's not even funny. I don't even know where he got that from, but I call him money father <laughs> um, <laughs> but just and just how i call on my dad i call on my spiritual father and so like and that's what i'm saying like this if you think you're walking with god by yourself let me just tell you this is not an 18 year thing this ain't a, this ain't even a tell until you die thing this is eternal life thing this is mm-hmm. In life and eternal life, thing. This, he doesn't leave you. And I think that's one of the greatest things that Catherine said is that she tossed him like he's there because he is. He's always there. He's never leaving you. He's watching you. He's concerned about you. If you think he do not see you or if you, if you think no one sees you, he sees you and he's guiding you. If you don't even realize it or if you're not listening right now, he's guiding you. And mm-hmm. so I forgot the last, the actual last question. So I'm asking now, but. What um would you tell a person that is trying to get into the faith or that is already into the faith, but, you know, don't know where to go, don't know the right direction? What advice would you give to them?
1: I would say get a pen and paper and you have to create some spiritual goals. That is so important. No matter if you would say For me right now, people would think, oh, I'm at a good level of Christianity. But I fall short every single day and I get in so many different problems. But what helps, what realigns me is setting those goals again. There's so many times, every must be every other day, I gotta be like, okay, I (laughs) got another goal because things happen and I need to set some goals. So Mm -hmm. create some spiritual goals. And they could even be weekly goals, monthly goals, whatever is best for you and say some practical things like, okay, I'm going to try to pray two times a day. I'm going to try to instead, when I pray over my meal, I'm going to not just say the robotic prayer of bless us, oh Lord, for these like, gifts.' make up, I'm going to make up my own prayer every time I, <laughs> every time I'm about to eat. Like things like that can definitely help you in your spiritual journey. You can say, okay, I've, I haven't been going to church on Sunday. Let me try to really commit to going to church or let me try to watch a sermon every Sunday or something else could be something as, something I tried to do actually this month, I'm trying to do this month is watch a sermon every single morning. Let me wake up with a sermon. As I get ready for work, I'm able to get my mind right. And so things like that can really help you in your spiritual journey. And you need to do practical things like that, just like how you would set goals with weight loss goals, whatever it is, you have to set goals for your spiritual journey. Because when you do that, you're definitely going to grow. And you're going to grow closer to God. And like the scripture says, again, when you grow close to God, he will grow closer to you. So things will get better for you as you grow, as you spend more time in his word, as you spend more time with him in mass or in church, you're definitely going to get stronger in the faith. Of course, the devil. Now, I must say this. When you grow closer to God, the devil is get more armor and gets more weapons for you. So you got to be you, really going to need to be strong. Mm. and definitely child I just have to get my spiritual warfare prayers my spiritual <laughs> prayers for anxiety for this I was be searching it up print it out and have to say it Have the holy didn't say it. <laughs> you can need let me get my holy water you not she said get-
0: the holy water <laughs>
1: the holy water <laughs> the devil don't play people think the devil ain't nothing the devil don't play so you definitely will have to stay prayed up have your holy water have your prayers, get your prayers from Google, whatever it is, but you definitely will set them goals and everything will line in place. And once you get in the routine of the goals, definitely set, keep setting more, keep setting more. And when you fall and if you get lazy with it, you got to just tell yourself, Hey, I need to get back to it, get back to it. So that's important with um, growing closer to God. And nobody is perfect. You will fall short. All of us fall short, but you just have you just have to try to get that drive again.
0: Oh my goodness, y'all! I mean, the holy water had me. <laughs> I was like, where do you buy that? Where do I? Where do I get my yearly supply? Oh goodness! <laughs> I was. You popped that out quick too. Like she was like on oh, deck, girl, is, right right is, here. <laughs> But, oh, my gosh, this episode has been absolutely amazing. Um, Guys, Catherine has dropped so many gems, um, so many, so much good advice that we all can use in any walk of our life, in any part of this journey. And so I'm going to give her a minute to tell you all her information, her social medias, her Instagrams, her TikToks.
1: Okay, guys, so if you're interested of hearing or seeing more of me, I would say you can go on, I'm mostly on Instagram. So my Instagram is Island Imperfection, And so you can follow me on there to see some of my content. I am also very active on my TikTok, which is Catherine G. So definitely follow to see I do Christian videos, natural hair videos, videos with Mabu, all types of videos (laughs) so definitely check it out if you want a nice laugh or if you just need some spiritual armor whatever it is definitely check those out and then my facebook i'm not really on facebook i don't go on it too too much but if you want to follow me on there it's katherine gomez
0: Let me just tell y'all, those boo TikToks have me laughing, (laughs) have me dying. If she thought that I didn't watch them before this podcast, I most definitely did. Um, But no, she's absolutely amazing. Um, Just want to pray before we close out the podcast. And so, Heavenly Father, we come before you today. And just to thank you for leading and staring and allowing this podcast conversation to flow and allowing us to share a different perspective on the journey of being a child of God and the fact that we are not all perfect, but we find perfection in you, like we always say. And just thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the amazing gems that Catherine had and that you inspired her to give to our listeners today. We pray for safety. We pray for protection. We pray for the ability to stand back up when we fall short and to stand up even stronger and recognizing that when we have strength to do that, you are so proud. You are always proud of us because you know that we are innately your children and that we desperately want to fall after your heart. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you
0: so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Thank you. for inviting me. This has definitely oh, oh, been a great experience. And just talking with you today just made my day, honestly. So thank you.